Hello. Hello. Welcome, Welcome to Crush City. My name is Sandra Amstutz. And I'm Linda Bailey. And we're both single 30-something women living in Nashville, Tennessee. And when I say 30-something, we're both exactly 30. Yes, why, this is very important. Why, why age us up any more no, than we no, need no, no, to no. be? Someone reminded me that my birthday is in three months recently and i was like oh please oh you're yeah. really gonna be a 30 something yeah. i was like oh i would just when i was settling into 30 and being okay with it now it's like 31 yeah we're in it yeah my mom told me it was 30 wonderful that's lovely isn't that nice put Aww. that on my cake yeah that can be in your tinder bio oh 30 wonderful and yes. still looking <laughs> <laughs> the likes will come rolling in yeah I have been on a Tinder bender lately, so. Uh, do you want to tell us about it? It's just swipe, 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 and then I, a lot of messages that I'm not responding to. Yeah. So I just want to be wowed with an opening line. Have you ever been wowed by an opening line? Um, ooh. I feel like the only time I'm really interested in them is if they say something specific to me, but it's clever. Mm-hmm. Otherwise... No, ex- you have any examples off the top of your head? Not off the top of my head. Yeah. But that would, but that would do it. Up. Yeah. Sure. Um, I don't think I've ever been wowed by an opening line, but I, I'd rather be like, I'd rather you have a line that just gets to the point. You know what I mean? You do like to get to the point. I like to get to the point. See, I want to be made to feel special. Yeah. Though sometimes I'll get like a really clever opening line and then I'm like, oh, that's a good opening line. But then I'm like, but I don't know what to say back to not sound like a loser. Right. So then I'll think for days and then I will come up with nothing and then I won't respond. That's a great point because I feel very similarly. Like you can be super charming and clever. I'm not going to be. Like I'm not (laughs) going to match that on a dating, like in a messaging version of myself in an app. Like that's not where I shine. So I'd rather just like, Let's get to the point. Let's meet in person because that's where I do shine, you know? Right. I just don't want to meet in person unless I feel like it's going to be fun. Yeah, I just assume it won't be fun. (laughs) I always go in with very pessimistic expectations. If I did that, I wouldn't ever go. Yeah. I I, get, I don't know. I just I I really do view dating as a chore that I just have to do. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to be a thrill. It's never a thrill. It's never a thrill. Maybe that's why I haven't been on dates in a while. I mean, and I when I say that, I want to be clear. I think of that when I say dating in that way. I mean first dates, right? Like Which I are different, right? I don't view like dates with people that are second and third dates a chore. Otherwise, I wouldn't go on them, right? But right. I believe first first dates are a chore that you just have to do. I mean, I need you to keep telling me that so that Here's, I'll just go on them. I have very negative and complicated feelings about Aziz Ansari currently, <laughs> but I I say that to preface, he, his book about dating, which is frustrating to think of now, um, does contain some gems, and one of them that like I really took to heart was that dating is a numbers game. That like, if you don't, the more dates you go on, the more likely you are to find someone that you like and want to be with. If you only go on like one date a month, like then you're not then your chances of finding someone are much lower. I hear that. I think I'm just very busy. <laughs> and that's fair. So, so that's, it's like if I'm gonna be spending my limited time not working on a date, I want it to mean something, but how can you know? Right. 
How Can You Know? How Can You Know? Is there a movie? If there's not a movie called How Can You Know, there should be. Yes. It sounds like a perfect Nancy's Nancy Myers title. How Can You Know? Oh, yeah. Well, why don't you write it? Great. <laughs> write it. Put it on your list. <laughs> Putting it on my list right now. You know, I do in my... So I recently organized my notes app on oh my, my iPhone. Gosh. It's like there's all these categories now. And there's a whole folder for um, movie ideas. And most of them are from dreams. But some of them aren't. But this will go... I'll put that in, in the folder. Yes. I could never do that because I only use one note and just keep adding things to the bottom. Oh, that pains me. There's so, I don't know what any of it means. It's like work mixed with personal. That is so painful to hear. That reminds me of every time I look at my mom's cell phone and I see all the red notification things. Like I'm feeling the same amount of stress in this moment hearing about your notes app situation as I do. Yeah. In that moment. I will say my emails are very organized and I'm proud of all seven of the inboxes I check regularly. That's really great. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's like definitely an accomplishment. Which I spend more time on than digital note taking has never been something that felt natural to me. Yeah. And see, I live my life in my notes app. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of organizing email inboxes, we'll get back to crushes soon. I'm enjoying <laughs> yeah. um our dear friend Brent, um, who I hope is a listener of this podcast, <gasps> I believe he is. Oh my um, he was asking recently about like what our what what's your email system? Like any recommendations on like how to keep your inbox organized? And I have like a whole system that I like outlined for him. It was quite a thrill for me to like have someone actually ask my advice and <laughs> instead of just me <laughs> thrusting it upon them. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Do you, like, are you inbox zero or do you just keep everything so, checked? So, again, I have seven accounts that I'm checking regularly. I know, that's a lot. So, two of them are, I don't get that many emails on them, so I inbox sure. zero of those. Okay. And then the work, my main work one, I try to. And then another main work one. The ones that are, like, personal to me. Right. Um, I try to. At least every, every, like, once a month or so. Yeah. But I do a good job of archiving and flagging in ways that are helpful. Right. Because I have to, because I have so many. Yeah. I only have two, and my personal and my work. And my personal is, like, I have a whole system, inbox zero, like, really, really diligent about it. And then my work one, I don't archive stuff, but I do make sure everything is read. Um, and, you know, I, I, I don't, that one is not as stressful of a situation. Yeah. I have, like, Outlook. I can search for things when I need them. You know, it's not a big deal. You have Outlook? Yeah, for work we use oh. Outlook. Everything's on just MacMail. Yeah. You know, I've never used MacMail. Listen, it ha- it is the only thing that keeps me sane. I love the interface and everything about huh. it so much. Never really grew to it. Uh. I started using it at a young, formative age. Yeah, that's true. And And having not had a lot of, like corporate technology. Yeah. Isn't it so funny that we all have Gmail accounts and Gmail, the interface is garbage? Okay, everyone I work with uses the Gmail interface. It's so awful nowadays. I know. And it used to be my life force. And but I'm like, why are you all doing this? Yeah. I pers- My personal email, I literally do entirely on my cell phone. Like, I, I never do anything on my personal really? email on a computer. Yeah. 
I hardly ever email on a phone because I'm always... Well, I'm not really sending emails. I'm You're reading. I'm reading on my personal account. Oh, where you, okay. I'll send work emails, you know, on a computer. Yeah. But for personal, like, who am I emailing? No one. That's true. I I'm not writing personally. personal letters to people. I wish I was. That would sound lovely, but... I had this thread going with a friend who had recently broken up with her boyfriend. Oh. And because he had sent her this uh, breakup email. Yeah. It was golden. Let me tell you, I would love to read a book of breakup emails. Yes. I should let you read this one later, but she... So she sent it to me kind of like, oh, look at this thing, because we had talked about it. Yeah. And then we had like a back and forth, uh, like, um, just kind of ripped it apart line by line. Amazing. Annotated. I need an annotated PDF. Yes. And she wasn't, we don't live in the same city, so it was just even, it was just like a really nice experience. Right. Like, going back and forth on this email. I really wish I was a person that emailed friends, because... All of my, my, some of my favorite, like, novels, romance novels or friendship novels were, like, uh, what is it called when a book is, like, in letters? Is it epistolary, I think is the name of it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, where, like, the entire book is emails. Yeah. Between, like, two, like, a guy and a girl or, like, two best friends. I feel like that was a real genre. Sure. Well, like, this one wasn't emails. It was, um... It was letters, but there was a, a P.S. Longer Letter Later was like this big YA okay. book when I was growing up. And it was written by two authors who who did it by writing to each other. Okay. Really great. And then the sequel was they got email. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Well, I remember when my college boyfriend and I, because we had a semester where he didn't live there, uh-huh. and we were writing Facebook messages back and forth, oh. and I remember that was when the chat feature was implemented, and you. it just saved us so much time. I mean, I had an entire pseudo-relationship on, via Facebook chat. Pseudo? like Meaning, like, it wasn't a real relationship, it, it was a relationship in my mind. But not like you got catfished. No, no, no right. No. Got it, got it, got No, it. it was with a real person who wasn't, who did not consider himself to be in a relationship with me. <laughs> But you thought you were... I mean, I knew we weren't in a relationship, but I did think we were in love. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that could happen on any platform. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it really, the entire thing, like, we lived buildings apart from each other, and yet it all happened over Facebook chat. Listen, Facebook chat... It was powerful. It was like the original DM, or like slide into my DMs. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, that's where I learned what chemistry was like, with a person. Yes. Yeah. It was truly the first time I had real chemistry with someone. But did you AOL or MSN chat? Not really growing up because okay. we had dial-up internet. Okay, so did we, but that did not stop me. Yeah. I was chatting every night. That's where I learned what I chemistry mean, was. I mean, I had it, but I didn't use it frequently. I... That's what was how your I username? To type. Oh, my username? My first username was Miss Piggy 196 Mine was S6 and all that jazz. (laughs) That feels so right for you. I know. My second one, my MSN was I know Linda J. Bailey, which I thought was like super clever because anyone who knew me would then know my email. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't super clever. But. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Back to breakup emails. Um. Yes. All that just all I wanted to say was I love reading other people's like letters. Like Yes. Like whether it's like, oh, someone wrote me this letter. Here, you can read it. Like 
Mm-hmm. It's just like sneaky or like a published book of letters or like, I would love to, I've read a book of love letters before, like a published book of mm-hmm. like historical love letters, but breakup letters, that would be real juicy. That would be real juicy because those are even more emotional in some ways. Oh yeah. Cause they're sad and angry, but there's still love and romance. And... Yeah. And you're like longing for this thing you don't have anymore. Right. Whew. All right, so write that movie and then write the book. Book of Breakup Letters. Yeah, you, you're going to be busy. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I like the idea that at the end of every episode, we have a, a to-do list for me. <laughs> By the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> In the next two weeks, write a movie script and a whole book. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so this week we decided that we're going to do crushes of the week, crush of the week, but we both have two crushes this week. Which honestly is not surprising to me. Not at all. Yeah. But so I'm happy about it. How are you feeling about it? Great. Great. I mean, all, truthfully, I probably have more than two, but I was like, just talk about two. We'll just talk about yes. two. Okay. Um, you should go first. I should go first. Okay. So, um, my first one is going to come as probably no surprise to a lot of you because last week my crush was on Megan Rapino, um, yes. the star of the U.S. women's soccer team. Having her moment. Really having her moment. At the time we recorded, they hadn't won the World Cup yet. No. Um, they've won the World Cup. They're surprise. living in glory. And part of, like, after they won the World Cup, you know, like, you're everyone's excited you're, you're viewing any social media you can about this soccer team because it's, like, very exciting. Um, so in that internet buzz, I discovered another member of the women's soccer team that I have a crush on. And so that's one of my crushes of the week. Uh, honestly, there's so many options. Absolutely. It makes sense. This is one that I was not aware of until she became a social media star after the win. Yes. Her name is Ashlyn Harris. Okay. She, if you watched any of the videos that went around Twitter that were like of the women's soccer team partying in their locker room or partying uh, once they got off the airplane in the U.S. or partying anywhere, they're probably from her Instagram story. She's like amazing at making content. In fact, in one of the videos, she's like yelling to the camera, like, you're welcome for this content, bitch. She knows. She she really does know. She's very funny. Um, and she's just, like, willing to show everyone having so much fun. It's, like, a great lens to view the team through. So, like, you're excited for, about her as a content maker, right? Mm-hmm. So then, of course, I go to her Instagram to, like, follow her so I can keep up with all of this pr- content that she's producing. Of course. And I d- discover... That she may be the most beautiful person in the world. Do you have a photo? I do. I have her whole Instagram for oh, you. Wow. I sent you this one picture. I DM'd you this picture. <gasps> yes. Um, Describe what she's wearing in that picture. So part of what makes her so amazing is her style. She, like, wears a full face of very feminine makeup, but then wears very, like, masculine outfits. Love that. It's a good look. It's a good look. Um, in this image she's again like i said wearing like a heavy makeup with like blush and bronzer and stuff she's contoured which she doesn't even need because her face is very stunning um but she's wearing kind of like a men's looking white it could be a button up but the buttons only go up to like maybe her belly button 
Um, so it's very bare chested with like a gray blazer on top, long dress shorts, and then sort of a black boot with no socks and lots of tattoos. She's holding a giant champagne bottle. She looks good. She looks good. I love a chunky boot on like a bare leg. Yes. That is one of my favorite looks. It's a great look. Um, yeah. And, and like, she has a clothing line, like a sportswear clothing line. In some images, she looks like um, Robin Wright from um, uh, House of Cards. Mm. Um, and, like, it's just, like, stunning in a black turtleneck, like, hair set back. And others, she looks like a skater boy. I mean... So many different looks. She looks amazing. And another thing that makes her super crush-worthy... Oh, she has, like, this really rad tattoo. That's a tattoo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a tattoo of, like, the female symbol, um, like, kind of... Right below her breastbone. Yeah, like right on the top of the abdomen. Or like in the center of her ribs. I thought that was a necklace in that other photo. No, that's a tattoo. Because she really will wear a low cut something. And by low cut, meaning like... Well, that's just an open jacket with nothing underneath. Like almost to the waist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's incredible. Another thing that makes her super exciting is that she... So she was, she's a backup goalie for the team, which is why we didn't see her in the game. Mm. Um, but she is engaged to one of her teammates. Oh, that writes itself. I mean, her name is Allie Krieger. And it's like, what an amazing couple story. Like, yeah. the two of you are on the U.S. women's soccer team together. You both just won the World Cup. How incredible. I what mean, a love story. party talk for years. Yeah. Um, I think... I think that this isn't her first World Cup either. I think she's been on the team for a while. She's just rad. She's gone through several hairstyles, and they all look great. Yes. Um, so I, like I said, I highly suggest you go to her Instagram ac- account. It's Ashlyn Harris 24 A-S-H-L-Y-N Harris24. Wonderful. All right, so that's my first crush of the week. Linda, what is yours? My first crush, I don't have a name yet. Great. But it is a very, very cute pharmacist at the CVS where my friend Allie goes to pick up her medication. Okay. So we've been doing this thing where me and Allie and Harry go to Cracker Barrel, but Allie takes a lot of medication, so we always have to pick up the medication first or after Uh Cracker Barrel. So it's it's like an evening out. But we went the other day, and she was, like, getting the medicine, and the pharmacist was stunning. He was just super tall and handsome, very, like, dark hair, swept back, put together, very cute. And, like, so, you know, it was, like, so cute that I was, like, I can't even stand here and hover next to her to look at him because I'm too nervous. So Harry and I are, like, kind of peeking over the Advils (laughs) to look at him. While he pays us no attention. But I keep going back to that CVS with Allie for her prescriptions, hoping to run into him again, and I have not seen him again. Okay. Now, other than physical looks, there's, here, here's a question that I have, because this, I'm, I'm learning about myself that, like, voice is very important to me. Mm. Have you heard Dr. Sweatback, t- like, speak at all yet? Um, Not in a way that was memorable. Okay. He was wearing the white coat. The white coat's a great look. He just looked like young. He did not have a ring, which I always know to check for. Ugh. 
he you know looked young and like fun and like he and Allie were kind of palling around and I was like oh yeah he's he's been here before like yeah he's nice um, my mom becomes on a first name basis with her pharmacist because she they she has to pick up billions of medication. Listen, I get that. In, or like, so we need Allie to like get to get bro down. Yes. Or maybe I should start getting a prescription. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know. Yeah. Well, you could start go start picking up things that. You don't need a prescription, but that you do need to ask for behind the counter. Ooh, that's a good idea. Like, really fill up your monthly limit of, what is that, like, (laughs) Sudafed? Yeah. (laughs) Be like, can you get that Sudafed on the bottom, Joe? (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah. So I have no more information than that. But I really do keep thinking about him. Like, I wonder how that pharmacist at TVS is doing today. I mean, well, what a life to live being, like, the partner of a pharmacist. You know what I mean? Is that what he is? No, you'd be the partner. Oh, the pharmacist. <laughs> I was like, he owns the CVS. <laughs> no, we got it. Oh yeah, that'd be very convenient. I've always thought that I should be with a medical professional because of how much um, money they have. Well, that's the number one. The number two is how many medical questions I just have. Oh, absolutely. About myself, about other people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My mom, I'm talking about my mom a lot on this podcast. <laughs> um, my mom is really good friends with a nurse. I don't know if she's a nurse or a nurse practitioner, but she's like an important nurse. Mm-hmm. She's like a head nurse mm-hmm. or something. And man, she is essentially like our our primary care physician. Like we go to church and we're like, hey, Heather, tell us what we need to do. Right. Like we all, they. she answers every medical question for us. Because if my CVS pharmacist boyfriend just would say, oh, Linda, it's anxiety. It would yeah. just be nice to have someone with to a have, degree tell me that. Exactly. Yes. So. We have um, a service at my work called Teladoc, Ooh. which is like, it's a, it's a service that we don't, I don't have to pay for. It's like included where I can call a doctor um, and it counts as, and, it, and he can prescribe me stuff. Is it like a video chat? You can do a video chat if you need it, but usually it's just audio. Okay. But it's it's for things where it's, like, not nothing super serious. You know, like, hey, I'm pretty sure I have strep throat. And you, like, right. give your symptoms. And he's like, yeah, it sounds like strep throat. Here's a prescription. Have you had any crushes through this? No, I haven't had crushes through it. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, is that, like you said, when you have anxiety, it's a very helpful service of, like, I don't want to go see a doctor and pay a copay right. for this tiny little thing I'm nervous about. Right. You know what I mean? So I can... So if my partner doctor could just tell me that. Exactly. I, I ha- Basically, I'm saying I have that in place for myself already. I would love it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, bragging. I want it to come with romantic. Right.ness. Yeah. Oh, okay. So your first crush of the week, CVS. I'm calling him Dr. Sweatback. Sweatback hair. Okay. Do you have a better name for him, Dr.? No. No. That'll work. Okay. Um... I want to check back in on the next episode and see if there's been any progress made. Okay, I'll ask Allie if we can go pick up a prescription this yeah. week. Should we, oh, since I have a to-do list of books I'm, and movies I'm writing, okay. I want to give you a to-do list of, like, okay, you need to, like, make a joke in front of him or something. I really like this homework. Also, the next one is going to have, a, my next crush is going to have a lot of follow-through steps. Great. But you more homework. Yes. But this is an easy piece of homework to do. Next time y'all oh, go. Absolutely. Make a funny joke. Make him laugh. I think that's the key to 
that's turning into something. Right. Okay. Can I ask, you don't have to be super specific, but like, is this CVS nearby us or is it like out of our way? No, it's on Harding. Across from the Harding Cracker Barrel, which is why we were going to it. I don't know where that is. Oh, yes, I do know where that is. Okay. But it's not that far from my work. Yeah. I'm just curious. I'm just like, what part of town is this guy in? You know. But, yeah. But. I'll be more concerned with where he lives than where he works. Right. For the future of our relationship. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I feel good about this. Me, oh, me too. Um, okay, so I'm going to move on to my second crush Please, of the week. Please, yes. Another celebrity. They'll almost always be celebrities. Um, today I decided I'm going to talk about my number one celebrity crush. Ooh. I know. I thought about saving it for another future. Like, it seems pretty early to bring out the big guns really of my number one celebrity crush. But I recently watched a YouTube video that he was in that really reignited my love for him. And so it feels fitting. Um my number one celebrity crush is Nick Kroll. Oh, yes. I love him so much. <laughs> I, I'd always been a fan of his. You know, I thought, like, he was very funny and, you know, whatever. But then he was in this movie um, that I saw at South by Southwest a couple years ago called My Blind Brother. And it's a little, it's kind of a rom-com, like, indie movie. And I saw it and was blown away by how incredibly charming he is in this movie. He was, like, honestly kind of, like, the perfect romantic lead. I think he was so good. That movie is one of the best movies of the year, I, I believe. It was so wonderful. Anyway, after that, I really saw him in a new light. And um, he's just kind of, like, so... He's like a dreamboat to me. I think he's attractive and charming and incredibly funny and thoughtful. And then when he created the show Big Mouth, it's like he has a passion for like accurate sex ed. And uh, that's hot. So super hot. Um, and he has a passion for like, you know, like women's lib and and all just the things that I care about as well. Um, I'll love any man who makes like an animated cartoon show about all the like, helpful features of Planned Parenthood. Like, that is... Yeah. You know, right at the top of my list. Um, so he's super charming. I adore him. Number one celebrity crush. The reason he's really on my mind this week is because Tan France from Queer Eye... Yes, familiar. Uh, he has a YouTube series called... Um, oh, what is it called? It's, like, Dressing Funny or Funny Dressing or something like that. I, I'll find it and put it in the show notes. Um... Basically, he, like, gives these little mini clothing makeovers to comedians. Yes! Okay. Did he do one with Pete Davidson? He, okay. Well, he he kind of did something similar to that with Pete Davidson a while ago. Okay. But this is a new, like, official series. Oh, and nice. I, okay. I do think maybe Pete Davidson might be making an appearance. He hasn't had an official Pete Davidson episode. Okay. Um, but he's done, um, he did John Mulaney, he did Rachel Dratch with Tina Fey was in that episode. Yes. Um, there's been several. But... There was an episode where Nick Kroll, the, the problem is, Nick Kroll is already a great dresser. Nick mm. Kroll, like, really dresses really well. Okay. Um, so instead, what they did is they brought Nick Kroll on for an episode, and Nick Kroll brought his childhood best friend and co-creator of Big Mouth. Oh, yeah. Um, who is this, like, kind of middle-aged dad who isn't as great of a dresser. Right. And Tan France gave that guy the makeover oh, with, with Nick Kroll's guidance commentary. and commentary. Yeah. And 
um, I really just watched it and loved it. Seeing a guy who is hot and charming and funny and knows how to dress well, I mean, I couldn't ask for more. The biggest thing I feel like when I'm on Tinder that I constantly am swiping left on are guys that just, like, dress so horribly. I mean, it, yeah, dressing well really makes a difference. Or it even makes, just putting thought into what you're wearing. I, and when I say dressing well, I don't even mean, like, I think Nick Kroll dresses really well, but I don't mean you have to be a fashion icon. I don't mean, you know, like, you have to know all the latest trends. I just mean you have to look like a put-together adult. Yes, like you and, put effort in. And not like a middle schooler or an adult from the year 2000. Yeah, that's very real. Like, you have to look like an adult in 2019. And I think that's a pretty low bar. Yeah, I'm very judgmental of glasses, too. 100%. It's so easy to find good-looking glasses. Absolutely. And here's the thing. I think glasses make men more attractive. I'm really drawn mm, to glasses. Mm-hmm. But ugly glasses are a clear sign that you don't have good taste. Yes. And that's all that it comes down to is that I want to be with someone who has good taste. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least a good enough level of taste. Yeah. In everything. Not just clothing. But, like, if you don't have good taste in clothing, you might not have good taste in a lot of other things. Plus, when you're on this tender sea, it's just like... You gotta weed them out somehow. Exactly. So glasses are glasses. Like, truly the fir- like the clearest sign that like you don't know how to dress. Yeah. Bad glasses. Oof. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll go into more depth about like all the things that are Tinder red flags, but that is really one of them. All that to say, Nick Kroll is a great dresser, and seeing him confident in clothes and as well as all of his other great attributes. Man, I really swoon over him. Well, I hope he continues to come up throughout this podcast. Oh, okay. I mean, probably, like... Oh, like, uh, future episodes. Yes. 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 Got it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he will. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would love for us to do a rom-com episode, and I can talk about all the rom-com leads that, like, I think are crush-worthy. Well, that's and a good idea. he would be top of the list. Is he in rom-coms? Well, that one I just mentioned. Oh, right. <laughs> Literally. I was paying full attention. Great. I remember everything we talk about on these episodes. Um, Okay, Linda, what is your second crush of the week? Okay, my second crush of the week is another doctor, which will probably be a recurring theme. I fully support you crushing on doctors. I really am having that moment. I don't support all of your crushes. That you shouldn't. But this crush trend, I'm in full support It's one of. of my better ones historically. But this is a very cute and very nice dentist that one of my friends goes to. Okay. And she was like, hey, I have a hot dentist. I think y'all would be perfect together. Because anyone who knows me knows that I have a big tooth collection. Yeah. Just very interested in teeth. Side note, uh-huh. I went to the dentist recently and she was like, we may have to pull those wisdom teeth, because um, I still have all my wisdom teeth. My eyes are huge. I know. And so, like, if that happens, you're definitely getting yes. some. Okay, now, before you schedule the procedure, you need to ask if you can keep them or not. Oh, absolutely. Because if they say no, we're going to have to find you a new one. That's a great dentist. point. Yes. Just keep that in mind. Okay. I didn't do that with my gallbladder, and I regret it to this day. I think it's, I think I'll have a much easier time keeping my wisdom teeth than you will keeping your gallbladder. Yeah. Well, probably. But also, you should check. Yes, absolutely. Okay, go back okay, to your crush. So my crush, um, so my friend is like, hey, 
there's I have this hot dentist. I think y'all be perfect together. So she sends me his Instagram, and because they had the dentistry. Now did she check for a ring? Um. Well, the first time she didn't, but then she did some uh work. So with like a espionage, some like getting the information from him because she had to go back for another procedure. Okay. And said he's definitely single. Okay. Like, definitely not married and definitely like thinks he's single. Okay. But they so thinks she, he's single. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, you know, she asked some leading questions. I don't know the specifics okay. of it, but I trust her judgment. She knows what she's doing. Great. Uh, so she sends me his Instagram. So I'll show you a picture. Oh, damn. <laughs> I know. Also, he worked at like a nonprofit dental clinic, I think is where he like learned Linda. For, like a charity thing. I know. So he seems like he's super young, but not too young. He's like younger. Oh my God, Linda. I know. But here's the thing, the Instagram account for, like, his dentistry uh-huh. only has, like, 300, 400 followers. It's very small. <gasps> yes. So I think that, I think it's, like, a newer practice. If I can get in there and before someone else swoops him up, right. we could be a perfect pair together. Linda, I've never rooted for a love story more <laughs> than in this moment. Also, I think he's on the shorter side, which you know I love. Yeah, you're really into that. I'm really into that. Which I've always wanted for you. Me too. Yeah. I'm there's a lot of pictures of him. I him. know. Because they know what they're doing. He's the face of He's the He's the face of the practice. And should be. And the staff just looks cool. The things they do together looks cool. He looks young and cool. I know. And I think Laura said he's very funny and like he has a good he's just like because she knows me pretty well. Yeah. So she's just like, oh, I think y'all be perfect together. So she and I were trying to scheme. How can we, I know, how can we take this crush to reality? So I think I have to schedule a cleaning. My jaw is like wide open. <laughs> I am so excited about this He's potential. so handsome. Like usually you get crushes on people that I never expect them to turn into anything because they're just crushes. Uh-huh. And this I fully expect something to happen. I there. think it could happen. We, ju- I think I just have to go about it the right way. So what's the game plan? So the game plan is I'm going to schedule a teeth cleaning, okay. which I don't need because I just had one, but like a uh, couple months ago. So your insurance won't pay for that. Well, that it's a little more complicated than that, which isn't interesting, okay. but I don't, that's not an issue. Okay. So I think I'm going to schedule a teeth cleaning. And then... Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let's pause right there. Okay. When he, when you are signing in, you're a new patient, mm-hmm. and they're like, when was your last teeth cleaning? Are you going to lie? Or are you going to say, uh, it was a month ago? Would they ask that? Probably. Well, I guess I'll lie. Okay. I, it wasn't like a month ago. It was probably like, maybe it was like six months. It definitely was long, shorter than, aren't you supposed to get one every year? You're supposed to get two a year. Oh, then I'm due. Okay, great. I'm pretty sure. Great. I don't okay. have the records anyway, so whatever I say on the form is probably a lie. Why not? Sounds great. Just okay. put the lie that Continue. works for me. So you're going to schedule a cleaning. I'm going to schedule a cleaning. Then I'm going to, like, meet him. Oh, my gosh. And then, you know. We'll... Now, here's a question. Does this practice, is he the only, like, dentist? Yes. It's a small practice. Okay. So there's, like. Uh, dental hygienists that do yes. the cleanings yes. and then you meet with the dentist at the end. Exactly. Okay, so he'll meet him then. Okay? Yeah. I'm gonna look really cute. 
Great. And then uh, we'll just, like, get to... We'll probably talk about what I do, because that's, you know, it feels like a question that would come up. Absolutely. And then I can talk about, like, the nonprofit work that I do. Yeah. Maybe I can suggest a collab, because he has, like, a charity dental background. Okay. And then maybe we can collab something, and then it turns into something else. Kind of like a long con. Yeah. Or... Just in the, like, you know, in, like, see how it's feeling, and then maybe there's, like, oh, you can email me here, or, like, oh, call call me here so we can set something up, and then, sure. like, even, like, if that doesn't happen, <laughs> we could at least go out or something. Yeah. Maybe we could, like, have a coffee. Right. I'll have to see what, like, our natural interests are. Okay. Here's something I want to... Here's a... Addendum to your plan that I want to propose. Yes, please. I want all suggestions from because anyone. you know me, I think worst case scenario. So here's my worst case scenario th- thought that pops into my head. Okay. Is that he sees you, is attracted to you, but it's like, oh, can't date a patient. Okay, listen. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Listen to my, here's I'm my listening. idea. So to, to circumvent that thought that uh-huh. he might have, you already have a dentist, right, that you like? Currently? Yes, I do, yes. Okay, so what I think you need to do is I think you need to tell him when you book this cleaning, you need to say, I have a dentist that I go to regularly and like, but I really wanted to get a cleaning done this week for whatever reason, Ooh. and they were booked up. And my friend recommended you, so I'm coming here now even though I already have a dentist. You know what I mean? Making yeah. it clear, like... I'm not gonna always be your patient, so you don't have to. Temporary. So you don't have to be concerned about dating a patient. Yeah. I okay. So you bring up a good point because I asked my friend Laura, who was the one who suggested this in the first place, and I said, "Is it is it not deeply unethical to date my dentist?" And she said. OMG, no, he's a hot dentist, not the Pope, <laughs> which I appreciated. Here's the thing. It's not unethical for you. I think it's unethical for him as a business owner slash doctor to date a patient slash client. I don't know that it is for a dentist. It feels a little different for a dentist as it's not Here's the, thing. the same state. It it's not so much ethics, but it, it might be more about, like, being appropriate. Like, it might be inappropriate to ask your patient out on a date. I might have to ask him on the date, is what I'm hearing. Maybe, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, like, if, if, yeah. if you were a, a person going to your dentist and then your dentist asks you out, that would be weird. He looks like this guy. No, well, I know, we that's, can't weird. Apply that's that weird. Standard. That's weird. So you can't expect someone to ask out... That's why I'm going to go, I'm going to look hot, I'm going to be charming, easy. Yeah. And the, I'm going to be, like, char- easy, char- being charming is easy. Right. And then I feel like I'll <laughs> figure, my main goal will be f- get a contact information even if it's under the guise of, like, okay. work-related. Right. And then that's where I, like, use the opportunity to get right. in there. And so then from there you maybe ask each other out outside of the dentist office. Right. Yes. And then just like our love will propel us. Yeah. And I'll find another dentist if he's that concerned about it. Great. Because I literally already have one that I really like. Yeah. What could go wrong? You know what I also love is you 
no, your current dentist, right? Yes. You know his wife? Is that accurate? I work with his wife. You yes. work with his wife? So, like, you have kind of, like, a familiar relationship with oh, yeah. him and yeah. her, right? Yeah. What I really like is that, like, you could tell them this story. Like, your current dentist would be like, sorry, I had to take a break. I was pursuing true love, you know? Honestly... He seems like that, and I've been to that dentist uh-huh. that you have currently. He seems like the kind of guy that would be charmed by that story. Oh, I think he absolutely would. Yeah. Especially because I'm sure the things that his wife has told him about me in just our casual conversations at work, would not, he wouldn't be surprised. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I miss going to him. I know. Sorry. Yeah. Insurance, y'all. Ugh. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay, so, so what's, what's the next step? The next step, I guess, is to book the appointment. Right. Yeah. And figure out the logistics of that. And then maybe just start some skincare. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) He'll be real up and close. He'll be real up and close. And we'll have to choose an outfit that, like, looks good when I'm laying down. Oh, yeah. You'll need to come over and and pose for me. Yes. Like, lay in a chair flat. Right. So it looks good. Okay. Maybe, like, buy a new pair of shoes because they're going to be right up. Hmm. On his furniture. Maybe I want an excuse to buy a new pair of shoes. <laughs> Maybe. Because right. I have to look, like, casual, cute. Like, yeah. I'm just coming for... You can't go toothless. dressed up. I'm not going to wear, like, my ball gown. No, of course not. So, we'll have to plan the right. Sure. And, like, maybe we'll look at some, like, makeup yeah. looks. Yeah. But you can't wear too much makeup because... You're getting, it's like a wet situation. I know, and then I'll see underneath. That's why the skincare routine is going to come in clutch. Right. We'll figure it out. Okay. I really think that this is possible. I can't wait for an update. Like, do you think you could get this cleaning done in the next two weeks? I could try. I mean, I don't know what their scheduling is That's like. That's true. We'll I'll see. call and then I, I'll at least have an update of where we're at in the next episode. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like... If it's booked, if you've gone. Yes. Okay. Any pertinent information. Awesome. Well, we have our action items. I like. I love the idea <laughs> of ending every episode with action items. And that makes me feel very stressed. Except that all of mine are just low-key flirting. Yeah. <laughs> I was going like, to say. Okay. That was it on my agenda. feel accomplished. Anyway. <laughs> I love a to-do list. I just don't want to disappoint you or our many, many listeners. Right. Who have already shown their support. Um. All right. Is there anything else you want to add before we sign out? I don't think so. I feel like we really touched it all. All right. Well, um, let's tell people where they can find us online. Love Linda. that. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Linda J. Bailey. And you can find me on all social media platforms at Sandra Omstutz. My name is spelled, my last name is spelled A-M-S-T-U-T-Z. And we want to thank Kevin McLeod for our theme music entitled Wholesome. Thank you, Kevin. Again, the offer stands. If you want to write theme music for us, I will date you. Linda will buy you a drink. I'll buy you one drink, yeah. And probably. And sit with you while you have that drink. Yes, most likely. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Most likely is the key asterisk. Especially if you're a dentist or medical professional who also dabbles in music. Absolutely. And maybe you work at the CVS on Harding Road. Oh, sure. <laughs> Just message me, please. Call in. Um, <laughs> or you can also message us as a podcast or tweet at us or follow us at Crush City Pod. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye.